everybody. Welcome to Three Fat Truckers. We're your hosts. I'm Bill. Joining me are my fantastic co-hosts, Dave and Steve. How's it going, guys? Morning, morning. Good morning. Everybody enjoy the show. Right on. Dave's on location again. Only it's not really a location. Um, well, I'm located in the back of my bunk in Kingsman, Arizona. Working. Yep. <laughs> on the road again. Mm-hmm. The sun up there yet, Dave? It's just, I can see it, yes. Not sun, but I can see the brightening up. Brightening hey, us, uh, joining us again is uh, one of our... Uh, the one and only. The one and only, the man that needs no introduction. <laughs> our number one fan, he's the man, Mike, the a.k.a. Chunky slinger? Monkey. Well, How's it well, going, Mike? It can either be oh, fan, pretty good, pretty good. fan or if stalker. we can get them to shut up for a second so I can... Uh, <laughs> Introduce my our guest on the show. Yeah, more stalker, I think, Steve. I can still hear you breathe. <laughs> no, hey, he's just, the asphalt slinger, rock chipper, <laughs> yeah, highway me. eater up. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have you back on the show, Mike. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> clear your throat. Wake up. I know it's early. <laughs> well, you know, there we, you go. We've had him on the show a couple of times now. We've we've meant to get kind of an origin story slash uh, somewhat impromptu interview out of him, and then we keep getting, you know, there's so many squirrels out there, and we're so easily distracted <laughs> on this show. But uh, squirrels, well, uh, it's what Dave calls. A squirrel moment where you're talking about something and then squirrel. No, that's just Dave Heimers. Hey, well, well, I think we're to all know where this comes though. from. <laughs> to know where this comes from, it actually came from a Disney movie called Up. Up. Yep. Yes. Not, uh, Mike knows right what I'm talking the, about. It was over, over the, the hedge. hedge. Yeah. It was, the was no, it wasn't. It was Up. Steve Carell was the voice for him. Yeah, but I I think Dave, what Dave's talking about is uh. Oh, Doug the dog. Yeah, yeah. The yes. dogs were in the airplane and getting yep. ready to shoot him down. He says, hey, look, squirrel. And all the dogs, where? <laughs> uh, anyway, they, this is episode 27, recorded on sure. the 11th of February, 2023. Uh, I would say show notes are linked in the uh, show description, but we've got no show notes this time because... We just couldn't be bothered, so we're just going to crack on. <laughs> he says that under his breath. You, you, you couldn't have said we were busy. You couldn't have said, you know, we have been working a lot. It's yeah, not like we always work a well, lot, we though. We had this awesome interview coming up with this gentleman right here that we got. Well, and, uh, yep. I will take the blame for this because normally, normally I throw the show notes together while we're getting ready to start serving but i'm not home on a computer to do it so i didn't do it today you can't do it going down the road yeah i can but i'm playing with myself and trying to do show notes it gets a bit much traffic you know i got i gotta eliminate <laughs> what i can a lot of I'm happy with. paper towel mike <laughs> yeah <laughs> i keep thinking about the old freight liners that had the, the remember those flds they had the paper towel dispenser and the Kleenex dispenser built right into the overhead, and I thought, man, they must have had me in mind when they made this. Tr- <laughs> and the cup holder was for a bottle of lotion, huh? Yeah, yeah. You could tilt that wheel up. That that you could dim the dash lights all the way down. And man, oh man, I just tilt the wheel, telescope it up. Yep. I remember when the new Volvos came out the first when they switched over from the old white GMCs to the VNs and the. The windows went, did that drop down like the Camworths did? Yeah. And the windshield was so big, and you're like, well, I can't drive naked no more. Everybody can see in here. <laughs> that was the same thing with GMC Astros cab overs. You couldn't drive naked. Your knees were showing out the windshield. <laughs> All glass. I ran with no pants on yesterday. Coming back from, uh, not yesterday. Did you get them all muddy? Yesterday. Yeah, because I had an air leak in one of the roll-off trailers, and I was down underneath it, and I didn't want to use my, didn't want to dirty up my pants for the next day, so I just drove in my drawers. Drove in my drawers. Yeah, that's that's uh, 
Uh, let me give you a little story out here uh, in my wonderful world of travel to California. Wonderful state. <laughs> so I was out there and uh, I run into my brother-in-law, my stepsister, and had dinner with them. And they were getting ready to head back with me when I was coming back. So we decided to come back to Barstow. And I said, I want to stop at In-N-Out Burger and get me a burger before we go back. And they said, sounds good. So we pull in there. We park because they have a little bit. Four buses pull in there with four busloads of people from Vietnam going to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, God. We go, we go Grand Canyon. We go now. Uh, Do they all have cameras? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got my picture taken. I got uh, the problem is the first two were Look, already in. <laughs> yeah. The lady, we, we finally get in. The first bunch is sitting down. There's no seats. I mean, literally zero seats in this place. So we finally, they clean one out. We sit down. A mom and her two kids were sitting next to us. I didn't see a husband. And uh, the boys sp spoke no English at all. But the moms, very, very little. But as we were sitting there talking, uh, I mean, this place, I looked at my, I looked at my, I don't know if you people can even see that. Let me get her. In line. I looked at my uh, cousin and said, do you feel like uh, we're the only lightheaded person in the place? It was just crazy. But um, I sat and talked to the lady next to me and she goes, she goes, we've never had burgers here, you know. Is this one of the best ones? So I Googled it and showed her the top five, you know, of the in the country. And it, it was, of course, five guys in and out. Um, uh, what's the big one in New York that they like? I can't think of it. And then Whataburger. And I thought, well, this is not correct because Whataburger stinks. In my opinion. I know you Texans out there love it. Nope. But it's just... <laughs> It's just not for me, but uh, she goes. Uh, what she couldn't believe how talking about uh, Shig Shack. Uh, now, never heard. Of I'll you. Say call in, would you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Call in if you know. Um, show at three of podcast dot org. Email <laughs> show. Is, uh... tell, us, tell us what the heck Dave's talking about. So we're sitting there. I think it is Shig Shack or Shake Shack. Shake Shack. <laughs> Never. Shit, shit. Steak and shake. Shit, shit. No, not steak and shake. <laughs> so as we're sitting there, she goes, she goes, food, food so big. Orders are so big. Oh, and she looked so at me. <laughs> she looked at me and I and what I looked at so her big? and I grabbed my belly and I said, Yeah, this is why. <laughs> and I thought she was gonna fall off the chair laughing so hard. And she's trying to explain it in Vietnam to her kids, and they don't. <laughs> and she's just rolling. So that's one of I'm those like, clicks yeah. and pops languages, too, Vietnamese. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not really doesn't really sound like Chinese or Japanese or. I, I know I know that sounds wildly racist, and I apologize. I don't. No, no, no. It. We're just. Uh, but it, it's more. It sounds more chopped and and. Uh, I don't know another word to describe it, but yeah. Well, I, I told her, I said, you know, this is American food, you know, they have Mexican food, you know, and she goes, what else is big in America? And I give her the Chick-fil-A. Uh, uh, it's probably it's easier if I just show you. Yeah. <laughs> See, I wasn't going there, Bill. I, yeah. I was thinking that even though I'm, I'm preoccupied, I was going to say something, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah. You know, he'll listen to this next week. Dang, I got to put a joke in there. Oh, yeah. He, tells, <laughs> he calls me every, every, every time. I'll, I'll listen to the show and I'm like, man, how did I miss that one? I I'll missed call so him. many jokes. <laughs> but like, what yourself, really pisses me off is I called him the one time and I told him, I gave him the, the what we said and I gave him the new joke and he. Muted his phone like he didn't laugh or nothing. He's laughing off the phone, muting me, and I can't hear it. And I'm like, "Really, you're a dick." And he comes back, "Oh, I'm just about to hear that was funny." Oh, I'm like, "You're a jerk." <laughs> well, we can't let you know you you get them right all the time, <laughs> even though we're still laughing under our breath. Uh, I do like the little pink cheek holder you got there, Steve. 
Yeah, I told him. I told Chucky. I said I got a bag. It tastes like fish when colors. you lick it. Tastes like fish. <laughs> <laughs> you better ask around and see what everybody was using that mic for when you were there. You weren't looking. Hold on, Bill. Ready? <laughs> oh yeah, I like that. I can do that too. Yeah, I'm gonna order me a bag of those when you send me a link to that. I got a bag, but mine all come in black. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I'm gonna get another microphone too. That way, I've got a spare sitting. Could around. you send yours over to Chunky? He needs a cord. <laughs> Dude, I've got a bag of those cords. It's just regular USB on one end, and then the mini USB. And of course, I don't. We, I don't use that. Steve doesn't use that. I use the XLR cable, the big one with the pins. But uh, yeah, I've got a bag of those cords. <laughs> and it's funny, uh, on my other show on Mintcast, the girl that does our audio engineering for us a couple weeks ago, she sends us a message on Discord saying that she can't do the audio because her dog ate her cord. And uh, I just remember thinking, man, that's lame. <laughs> Not the old dog no. ate the cord. And then, yeah, sure enough, that's it was the truth. Cat ate the cord. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> so, there Michael. must be something tasty about those wires. Maybe they shouldn't make stuff like well that, I'm, I'm i'm the idiot that leaves to let, let the gremlin loose on my wires and they're all over the place yeah. <laughs> i need to get them tied up where she can't get into them well i remember i think it's, I think it's just because it's chewy like anything else dogs chew on you know soft rubber stuff we had a rabbit. Is that what it is it's a texture thing yeah because we had a, a pet rabbit that they used to have we used to have in the house it was just like a cat you'd open the door go outside go to the bathroom open the door come back in it'd sit on the couch watch tv with you well for a while there couldn't find the remote control of the TV, and I find it. Every button is chewed off the remote, the rubber, mm. <laughs> and then I don't know how many extension cords and lamps got chewed halfway in half, and yeah, they just like to chew on stuff. Yeah. Well, well guys, so you've anyway, been having a one tongue talking about your cord. I'm going to finish something I started. Oh, okay. How you doing, Michael? <laughs> just ducky. Just ducky. Well, well you got to be a little bit quackers to be with you guys. Yeah, we don't give a quack. So why don't you um, <laughs> let's let's finish on this this interview that we started. I don't know a month ago. Yeah, you'll need every bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> As I last remember, we were asking you how you got started in this, and if I remember, you were telling us the story of your dad. But that's kind of where we went off the rail after that, because we all got reminiscing about our dads getting us started in this business. And we really didn't get to find out how you went up, what you started with, where you started, and how you ended up where you are now, slinging rocks at me when I go down the damn highway, breaking my windshield. Uh, what and do you mean we went <laughs> off the rail? How did we? Uh, we never go off the rail. No. No. I, well, that's true. <laughs> Dipped off the edge of the road. How's that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we dumped our gravel right there. <laughs> that's right. Well, you we know, you guys like to get your rocks off. So I know. Yeah. Uh, I like to get. Yeah. It, I like to get it up and get it off. Yeah. Where's my dump dump? I'm sitting here on your dump dump. You probably already did your dump dump. You know, uh, when yeah, I go in SDI, early. I used to go into, they used to make you say. Whether and this or not is how a, we get off trail. Yeah. <laughs> used to say how we have to have a, used to tell them we've got a full frame or a half frame or no frame. And I'd tell them, yeah, 40 feet long, ready to get it up and get it off. Anyway, <laughs> back to you. Back to live action. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like fall on that, Chunky, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we call it career. Yeah, they say if you can't get it up, you can't get it off. So right, one thing that guy's having a bad day. Yeah, he got his off. Well, no, um, yeah, yeah, off the truck too. (laughs) Yeah, he not only for those of you watching or listening to the audio only, Dave is showing another picture of a of a uh, dump trailer up in the air. Dump trailer. Somebody left it in the air and got on the damn highway and hit a bridge Actually, I, I can't understand that. South. you can't understand that 
I no, I can't because there, we've had that happen up in Toledo. I won't say the name of the company that did it. Uh, they're no longer in business, but still, um, when we were doing the Toledo um, bypass of the, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, what is that goes up through there? Toll road seventy five. Toll road. <laughs> yeah, the eighty eighty ninety. Okay. Uh, when we were doing that, one of the drivers um, left his bed up in the air and take off down the road. Now, how, do you not look in your rearview mirror? No, certainly. Well, you I mean, if you got a window in the back, there's a lot more daylight coming in. And besides uh, I, that, I mean, my truck has a buzzer. I mean, that thing's up in the air. That buzzer's going off constantly. Well, okay. Not, the not trying to- at, they've had a roll-off guy hit an overpass with an empty rack up in the air with no box. There's another dump truck driver that is in the same facility we are that had one up and hit an overpass, and he was an older gentleman, but still. I mean, it ripped it clean off the truck. He got hurt bad. Yeah. Uh, okay, you guys ready for this? I've done it. I've done exactly what that picture shows. In On the highway? Lord, in, in defiance on 66, just come out of GM. This was back in 87. I'm one no, of the guys that hit that. Oh, he, yep. But he did no, a lot of cocaine in those days, so <laughs> <laughs> it was... No, here, here's Hold what up. happened back in those days. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was just like yesterday. For everybody not watching, Steve putting air quotes up. <laughs> if you can see I, I pee for a living. That, them days are gone. So, But, uh, uh, I, I just pulled into GM. I had a 35-foot dump. I was driving an old Ford. It had the hand, the red knob PTO cable that you pulled up to turn the PTO on, and then you had a lever there that was dump or release. The lever just flopped back and forth going down the highway, you know, just so that later on the floor. It wasn't. It was what they made, a bolt with a U-bolt, you know, two levers. So when I'm in GM... I back up, pull the PTO up, pull the lever up, raise it up and dump it. Load comes out, pull ahead, set it down, push the PTO down, turn the PTO off, left, going down the highway. The problem I didn't know is when I pulled the PTO up, I pulled the cable right out of the PTO. Okay? Because it's just a cable, Cocaine's like a, a hell throttle of a cable. <laughs> so when I pushed it <laughs> down, the PTO's, PTO's still on. This is a Friday night. I leave General Motors at 7.30, I think it was, and time I got out there, and the lever's going like this, raise and lower, and it goes down to the dump thing, and at 60 mile an hour, it don't take but two seconds, and then I went under, and it ripped the box off the bed and just left it standing underneath the underpass, just like this, and I went from 60 to 20 in half a second. (laughs) So wow. I pull over. I see what's going yeah, on. You did. Standing up. <laughs> My lips bleeding because I kept I kissed the steering wheel. I was I was married then and uh the cops come, they come out there, pulled it off out from underneath the bridge and everything. They inspected the bridge. It didn't do no damage to the bridge or nothing. And uh my boss told me that that was an old Fruhaus dump trailer and it was beat up. They were ready to change the box on it anyways, but the $8,000 cylinder that ruined, they weren't real happy about, but <laughs> now they got to pay for the repairs on the bridge. Well, it didn't do any. It, all it did was break the paint on it. It didn't even bend the rail. Now, Levins and Sons hit it years, about three years before that, and they're out of business now, but they moved the bridge. They had to pay a lot of money to have it reset back up on the pedestals <laughs> and, um, but the funny part about it is, back in the day, that was Ohio when you had to pay your ticket before they would let you leave, you know? So, I didn't have the, the fine was $87 for over height, and I literally had to call my wife from Indiana to drive over while I sat in the police station before I could pay, and they would give me my license back and let me leave. That was back when they would hold your license, you know, if you got a ticket. 80-something didn't have debit cards yet. <laughs> oh, man, none of that shit yet. No, there wasn't, there wasn't ATMs. You needed a bank. You yeah. cash your check, you go to the grocery store, remember? Yeah. I remember when the ATM first came out, it was called the Owl Bank around here. Yep. yep. Well, yeah. yeah, we had one around here. I can't remember what bank that was, but it was the Owl Bank. And that technology has come and almost gone now. 
because the phone. We've well, hey, seen get, something. What, what kind so. of truck did you start driving? <laughs> yeah, let's. Oh, oh, we're back. Oh, uh, we're back. <laughs> we're gonna get through it I'm this time. Now. Back on the rail here, okay. So, so what did you start out? What, oh. You said you started driving like 14 with your dad or something. What did you? What did you start? What was your first thing you drove? Uh, first thing I drove was a uh, Peterbilt. It was the uh, 13 speed split shift semi dump truck. And he come out of the yeah, semi cab over cab over semi. He come out of the mm-hmm. box right in the best you can get. <laughs> yep. For, for uh, yeah. Dad would uh, take me out on the road because he didn't want to unload half of these loads he was taking. The, he'd, the he'd, he'd back up to the he'd back up to the dock and uh, I'd go unload. Had my own lumpers union card. I could get on just about any dock. <laughs> and uh, when he'd go to sleep while I was unloading, I'd get up in the truck, pulled around to the back of the lot, park it while he slept. I went back up on the dock and worked. There you go. So you go up there and be a lump or two and get paid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything was I didn't cash get paid back the, the, I didn't get paid full amount, you know, because I was just uh, kind of like scabbing. Right. But, uh, yeah, the, the lumpers were all, you know, all of them were really good to me. Of course, this was back in the back in the 80s uh, when people were still at least about halfway decent. Well, yeah, at well least halfway it all depends where you went. Yep. Yeah, uh, true that. So, so what was your first uh, driving job? Where at? First driving job was with... Um, Trying to remember the name of this place now. It was Linky Cabinet Company. Was it a regular tractor trailer or no? This was a uh, this was a box truck, mm-hmm. uh, no sleeper. And I would have uh, we they did handmade uh, cabinetry. Deliver that to I had from Ohio to the East Coast, and actually my brother was the only other driver we had, and he had from Ohio to the Mississippi River. Oh wow. And I would have sometimes 13, 14 stops over in New York, over uh, not just New York, but the East Coast. Yeah. So you would That's have why to you have no hair left. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> because literally that was the first driving job I did on my own. And I'd never been to New York. So yeah. Cutting your, it was first driving job, cutting your teeth on the East Coast. Yeah. That's just, oh, well, yeah. That's, that's a way. hell of a way to cut your teeth too. Let me tell well, you. And then anybody you talk to, Oh, I don't want to go East Coast. I yeah, it sucks. I mean, but everybody everybody's done it or has to do it, you know, at least sooner or later kind of deal. If and, you figure yeah. out what to do, me and Bill both run out there east and Well, the biggest it, the biggest thing out is where you're going. Yeah, and the biggest thing is don't get excited. Because there's yeah. so much out there, it's just stupid how stuff well, is I'll tell you. on, and it, it will get on your nerves. Well, I tell you, the, the the company I was driving for, Lincoln Cabinet Company, I didn't like I said, I didn't have a sleeper, so I would have to find a motel room every night. You didn't do the old board across the seats with a blanket. There's a few times I did, but I wasn't doing that in New York City. <laughs> um, I I had gone into um, a Holiday Inn in uh, Queens. And I, I went up to the guy and I Glad said, I need a room joints. for the night. He says, oh, we don't have any rooms for the night. I said, well, the president come in here. Would you have a room for him? He goes, yeah. I said, he ain't coming. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, so I got that room. But uh, the second night I was up there, there was a, a, a fellow driver and his handle was Sneaky Snake. I'll never forget this guy. He helped me out a lot. I was trying to get, make an exit in Newark, New Jersey to make a holiday in over there. And I was on the inside lane coming out of New York in the evening. I learned right then and there, you go in at night, you come out in the morning. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I couldn't make the, I couldn't make it. I was frustrated. I, I had set the parking brake through it out of gear. And I sitting there in the middle of the road blocking traffic because I, I was, I tried for uh, three or four miles to get over and nobody would let me. And I heard on the radio, uh, tiny truck, uh, you got a problem? I said, yeah, I can't make this exit. Nobody will let me over. He says, you don't want to stay here anyways. I heard an air horn, and that traffic parted like Moses in the Red Sea. <laughs> <laughs> he says, just stay on my tail. He says, I'll take you out to Delaware Water Gap. Yeah. We we went out to Delaware Water Gap, and that uh, TA out there has got a motel attached to it. And uh, he says, you stay here from now on. Yeah, export. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I tell you what, if it wasn't for Sneaky Snake, I'd have probably still been sitting over there trying to get off of there. <laughs> I know. Uh, well, before before I, I got done, I done driving there, me and Jeff was out there and. Uh, Where's we at? Was it Bronx or remember what town we no, was in? No, Staten you, Island. You, Staten you Island. We had an auction that was out there, and we were bringing back equipment, and we wasn't permitted or nothing. It was supposed to be legal, and we were hanging over, and we're trying to come across a George Washington there, and it is bumper to bumper. Oh yeah, and me and him are n- nose to tail, not parting, and we got. I think what three or four wheel loader. We we were loaded down the equipment with some couple of little boys, and it was just it took forever. It took us almost three hours just to get through there. Yeah, well, and if well, you go across the George Washington Bridge, it says thirty five mile an hour. You yeah. you ignore that. Yeah, because if you don't I've, keep up with traffic, you're getting run over. I have learned this: if you go out to New York, and even when I was out, I know you had trouble. For some reason, I'm out here in California. I went right down into L.A. When I go in the upper part of New York, even when I get around Connecticut and stuff, I do good. But for some reason, you turn your turn signal on in the Midwest to change lanes. People will speed up and cut you off. Out, Even though there's a ton of traffic out in L.A., I turn my turn signal on. The first one won't, but the second one will always let me in because they all know Nobody's going nowhere. You know, it's a crawl. Yeah. And they always yeah. let you in. But the Midwest will not. Yeah. They will not. Chicago the big will not. Of them. They will yeah. not let you We're over. We're so territorial out here in the Midwest. I mean, you're, it is. you're far terrible. more likely to get somebody to let you over in Massachusetts. And I know yeah. that is counterintuitive what, from what yeah, we've for been what told. everybody says. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So it's been my experience, the same thing that uh, you, you put your turn signal on and then everybody will dash up. Even if you like, even if there's a vehicle kind of cattywampus from you in the left lane, they'll dash up there to get behind that vehicle to keep you from getting out in front of them because oh, yeah. that's, that's you taking their territory. That's why I, I give the, uh, three flicker turn, the, the turn around the turn signal, let it blink three times. And I start moving. Close your eyes and move. Yeah, because if you ain't out of the way, what you do is you start. You will be. You start moving, then put the signal on. That's what I do now. That's my new one now. It's like, well, yeah. I'll wait. Then when I get over in the other lane, then I turn it on. Yeah, <laughs> I've noticed you almost furniture to... in a straight truck. Where'd you go from there? How many years you do that? You, you... Uh, I actually only did that for probably about six months. How, um, how long did your brother do it? You said he was the uh, same time. About the same time, uh, they they kind of messed us over. They switched us uh, a week before Christmas. Wow! Neither one of us had been in each other's territory. Now, does he still drive too, or has he got another occupation? Right. I have no clue. I haven't seen him in years. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait a minute! Salt in that wound, Steve. <laughs> no, no talking about split here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're, no, we're all about sensitivity so, uh, on three. So, what did you go to after? After the furniture place, where'd you go? Did you stay in the delivery, actually, trucking, or what? Actually, the funny that it's kind of funny how that one had reacted happened because uh, I've been looking in the paper for driving jobs, and I happened to see this one for cockerel, uh, cockerel trucking. I was like, man, that name's awful familiar. And uh, I went to and uh, knocked on his door, and he opened up the door, and I knew exactly who it was. My dad had trained this kid to drive truck. Really? Yeah. One uh, I was probably about 12, 10, 12 years old at the time. Mm-hmm. And he opened up the door and I said, my God, Bobby, how are you doing? And uh, he kind of looked at me. He says, holy crap, you're Carol's boy. I said, yep. Yep. He says, uh, you still remember how to drive? I said, yeah. He goes, good. Get in that truck there. He's got a delivery. Go pick it up and take it. <laughs> you hired him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, hired right there on the spot. I need to fill out an application, yeah. W-2, nothing. He said, we'll do that later. I, I that remember a few hired jobs myself truck. that way. Oh, yeah. I've had at least three or four jobs where I worked at least a week before I even filled yeah, out an well, application. The uh, drug test yeah. thing, yeah. yeah. No. So no job, it's, it's, they wouldn't want to give you a drug <laughs> test. You might fail. Uh, <laughs> even the job I'm doing right now. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> He's still not on payroll. <laughs> yeah. 
So was yeah, that a truck, truck job chunky or was that a straight truck or what? That was um that was interesting. That was a straight truck, but it was a um international um I can't remember the exact model on that, but it did have a sleeper, but it had a dovetail flatbed. So it was a hauling tow for campers. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we used yeah. to haul the high-low tow light campers out of Belleville yeah. and Butler, Ohio. We did get that out of here the last interview. I remember that. Was that part yeah. of Morgan Driveway or something? Remember them? I do remember <clears> Morgan. Boy, <throat> Steve's on this interview, by God. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know that one. <laughs> we'll get a roll. You're doing a, you're and, doing a good uh, job. <laughs> we used to haul them out of Goshen, Indiana, too, up there for uh, Hoosier, Hoosier RV Transport. Hoosier. Yeah. I don't know yep. who's yours. Yeah. I'll tell you what, up there, Elkhart. I know who mine is. There's 10 or 12 little companies that do all that stuff up there. That, and yeah. There's a bunch. Horizon and, and Horizon, Hoosier, Trade Winds, more. I don't I even Morgan. I see, Hoosier, around Hoosier was the big one when Morgan back gone. when I was still driving. Right. They were because down there in Bluffton, there was probably ten guys that ran from Morgan Driveway down there, and a lot of them oh. was getting into the driving the big RVs like they're out of here, just delivering them and flying yeah. back. So Steve yep. knows the background on this, but all of us growing up in the early truck driving days was like, man, how can I get on North American and buy me one of them single axle cab overs and become a big time trucker growing up? Be electronics <laughs> hauler, huh? Or bed bugger, which is yeah, bed oh, bugger. Yeah. Oh, That's where the money was. Well, you, Chunky, you was talking about you know making money uh, lumping for your dad. My mom's one husband that was a trucker. I rode with him every summer when I was a kid, and there was a bed bugger. And I got I made money unloading furniture all summer long, every yeah. summer, year in and year out. And you talk about huh, it, you go to a place to deliver a couch to some old lady up in Chicago, and then when it fit through her door, she's like, "Well, can't you just cut the legs off and push it in here?" <laughs> By the way, <laughs> Chunky, did you know Steve's name was Harvey? Harvey Wallbanger. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I love Harvey Wallbangers. <laughs> Banged a lot of walls with the furniture. I'd be going up, sorry, whoops, sorry, whoops, sorry. Yeah. No, no, I mean, well, I mean, throughout the years, I mean, we've, uh, between me and dad, we've hauled everything from uh, everything you eat, uh, alive and dead, yeah. to what you put it in afterwards. Yep. So, you know, we've hauled cattle and livestock all over uh, the East Coast. Never hauled it west, thank God. Yeah, I helped my neighbor off and on haul. We used to haul, we hauled veal calves and cows and pigs and, you know, whatever he had. My yeah. uncle and my dad did that, too. But we did was, a lot of it. I was, I was in a, I don't know, they didn't have baby carriers when this was in the late 50s, early 60s, back when he had a, he had a cable or he had a conventional harvester uh, single axle with a 505 gas engine in it and a 28 foot livestock trailer and eat all the hogs from Indiana all the way out to uh, Breeze on old 30. That's a lot. Dude. That's a hard on truck <laughs> Them guys were truck drivers. We are not truck drivers. This shit I yeah. got now is not nowhere near. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the only thing that'd be worse is the horse and buggy stagecoach because. No, it's when you see the advertisements <laughs> at the truck stops, the little cards back there in the driver's room for each company, and you'll yeah. see one that'll be like a horse and carriage, and they've been in business since 1928. And I'm like, yeah, if you ran across your other, you, I want to know where you swapped horses out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Wait, what's, oh, what's that here? dump trailer company? It starts with a B. They got Beelman? a picture. Yeah, Beelman. Like, huh? Beelman. They're out of, the, of Beelman. Yeah, there you go. Area. I thought they were over in no. Marion, Illinois. Yeah, they're. Yeah, I knew it was Illinois, but yeah. Uh, they got What's the one up there in Wisconsin that ATF, AT, they started back hauling heavy equipment back when it was, when they were 1919 or something on them yeah. old trucks? Yeah. It's AT. They haul so when did you get into equipment. the dump trucking part there, Chunky? <laughs> <laughs> uh, when Hilo and Tolite went on strike, so they went uh, strike. back in the uh, late nineties, I started driving company 
this whole time? You have been a no, 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 no. Uh, started off with um, good guy Gary Frisch, uh, Frisch Farms out of Sandusky, Ohio, or well, Sunbury. Sorry, not Sandusky. Uh, he gave me my first job in dump truck and actually helped me get my uh, CDL because I didn't have my CDL before that. Yeah, it was, it was a farm thing where you actually haul an ag product or you were doing stone and sand and stuff? Both. Both. Uh, we, did, uh, we had a live bottom box truck that we would take over to the uh, sawmills. Mm-hmm. We would gather, so we'd uh, dump sawdust in it, take it out to horse farms. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, one of then our, I had a used to work for us there where these guys are at still. He quit and went to a place that does that there and uh, yeah. And we had a quad Mac that uh, I would drive for uh, Shelly Company uh, Shelly. doing construction. Yeah, I'm still driving with Shelly Company actually. What was the weirdest truck you ever drove? Weirdest truck? Yeah, some of the oldest weirdest truck. Some of them that were just oh, good gravy. Not I'd, have to say it was cra- I'd have to say it was that cracker box that dad had for one uh, there for a while. When you were riding with him? Even, yeah, and I can't even remember what that was either, but that was that had the had twin. A, what had twin stick? Yeah. Yeah. That's, and I was like, mm, nope. Probably had a 238 Detroit yeah. in it too. Yeah. I couldn't tell you that. You ever drove one of those Ford 9000s that yep. had this flip switch on the dash instead of the button? No. Uh, yep. Yeah. It had the air brakes with a switch. <laughs> I remember the one they had that was American. I think it was, I want to say it was like a 72 Ford cab over, no power steering, no air conditioning. The sleeper was a coffin sleeper. I mean, it was a crack yeah. box. Right. And um, it had the wing vents down there on the floor. You had to open up to get the air to come out on your feet so your legs didn't catch on fire from the engine heat. Yeah. Most trucks did. <laughs> oh, yeah, dad's, dad's was like at that beat. Yeah. And there I, don't, was, I don't think there was any shocks or any. There, it was spring ride, and that thing would just beat you to death. I remember oh, yeah. some of the old cab overs had it in front of the clutch pedal, the air vent. And then I think they moved to the, to like, remember the Brigadiers and the Brigadier. Ford 9000, <laughs> where they, they put them over on the side, the 95, and they were in the door and you could kick them open. Mac well, had them too. I remember right they had them on the roof. You could pop them That was Mac the at the roof. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were, you they were the king of that. Get in them th- trucks. But yeah. I drove a lot of old iron like that, a lot that, of day that, cab shit. That truck you got now is a Mac, isn't it, Chunky? Yeah, yeah, I'm running a Mac Flow Boy. And that's live five, bottom, five axle total with the steer. Four, yeah, it's bottom. Quinn. Yeah. See, yeah, I didn't Quinn. know that's what they called them, Quinn. I learned something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you got your uh, your tries, your Quins, your quads. Yeah. Your quads and Quins, actually. I had a nice Quin once in the 80s, but it was a wild night, and I was sore the next day. That's when we was talking about the Coke, <laughs> Chunky. Um, yeah, that yeah, was, was a Coke night. <laughs> uh, I, I stayed hauling the uh, campers for nine years. Did you like that? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I've been to every lower every, every state in the lower 48 except Maine. Okay. How many times did you just pull over and get in the camper and sleep instead of the bed? Not once. Not once? Not once. Uh, There's many times where I was tempted uh, just to have a little bit more room because a sleeper on that truck was a coffin. Yeah. (laughs) That alarm go off, I'd smack my head every time. Did you have heat in it, though? Uh, If I kept the truck running. Well, I mean, I, I had two coffin bunks over the years that had no heat i had i actually had the vents uh where the the where the where heaters used to go but they weren't there anymore yeah. they had rotted out and the boss man never replaced me he said just leave the truck run and leave your flap open yeah that's what you had to do i leave my flap oh, open it's cold used to that's what i was getting you i was going for the same joke i'm like man when i leave my flap open up on a golden platter right there <laughs> <laughs> I got my fork and knife out and cut it up. Hey, let me see if I can get my foot up here. <laughs> <laughs> Insert foot. Uh, uh, hey, Bill, mm. are you all right? I am. Okay. No, he's half left. He's, he's watching. He's a little tired today. He, to make sure everything goes well. Leave him alone. He, he, yeah, he's a little tired today. Kind of quiet. And, 
So he's just shy. He's I waiting for we Mike got to enough call guys so getting get distracted in the middle of the interview. I, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> far, how long was it before you got into the dump trucking then? Well, like you I said, said I did it uh, there. I, well, I did it there in between when uh, Hilo went on strike. Yeah. Uh, when uh, they <laughs> went back, I went back to driving for uh, cockerels again. Um, <laughs> uh, I actually did go back into it uh, just before the um, uh, uh, twenty one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just before 2001 yeah. uh, went in for driving for a local uh, asphalt company. So you've been Got out of as, far as the dump truck part, the asphalt's been, you've been doing that quite a bit then. No, again, uh, I, I left that, uh, realized that that type of asphalt work wasn't for me. Not only was I driving the dump truck, but I had to get out and do the side work and everything with the asphalt. <laughs> so and I was like, mm-hmm. Jack of all trades there, huh? Yeah, literally. Yeah. Though the guys used to get a big laugh out of me when I was doing it, I was always wore bibs. Mm-hmm. I still do uh, when I'm when I'm out doing asphalt. And I went to climb out of the truck to help them, and they were saying, "Come on, you need to hurry, 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 hurry!" I jumped out of the truck, and I can already, door pin. Our door pin. <laughs> Hooked them. <laughs> door pin. <laughs> And there I was just swinging. I was like, and my feet were going. I was trying to get up, <laughs> falling down, laughing. They're like, oh my God, look. Uh, but uh, look, yeah, I, I got out of that. His audio is going a little bit in and out, Bill. Yeah, I'm yeah I noticed it. it. I'm cutting out for some reason. Here you are. Yeah, I knew where you're going with that. As soon as you said bibs, I'm like, he got hooked on the damn pin on the door and <laughs> on <Yeah>. himself. <laughs> yep. And uh, but, uh, talk about giving yourself a Grundy. Good Lord. <laughs> but I stayed with that for about a year and uh, went back to uh, just doing odd jobs there yeah. for a while. Yeah, I finally got back into a buddy of mine talked me into going back into driving. Yep, there you go. We drove for border to border trucking for a while out of uh, Finley. Okay. And uh, just between Detroit and El Paso, hmm. had a had a um, nine uh, nine speed Freightliner Classic. Nine speed. I I remember when I worked for Genova, all the lease trucks they had were eight speeds. Oh, geez. And we went to the East Coast or wherever, and you're trying to downshift. You didn't drop one gear, and that thing was it's not like the motor was going to jump out of the hood with screaming so loud. <laughs> so. Oh, the, actually, the first truck I drove for Cockrells, that International, had that inline six, and it was only pushing like about a hot swear to God, only about 150 horse. That's about right. And, 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 Detroit. and Detroit. Yeah. And it had a six speed transmission. Oh, yeah. And you go west. Uh, I, I remember I called him up one time. I said, Bobby, I, I'm I'm still trying to get out here to Northern California. He says, you driving in the daytime? I said, yeah, because I'm doing 35 mile an hour. I've got it in six gear, my foot to the floor, and the tack pegged out. And I'm only doing 35 mile an hour down the highway. <laughs> and he says, quit driving in the daytime. He said, the winds are too much for that truck. It doesn't have enough power. He said, you need to drive at night. So... Right, because there's no wind at night. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, come across here last night. It's pretty fucking windy. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, the, but uh, I mean, he he was right. You have less wind in the at night the way, usually. You did get paid by the hour then, right? No, that was by the mile. <laughs> yeah. That's like, good Lord. We brought it back, though. It wasn't too long after that when we brought it back. Uh, pulled the engine out, overhauled it, got 500 horse out of that thing, and put a nine-speed eating fuller. There you go. At some there point, wasn't a mountain I couldn't pull in high gear. <laughs> at some point in the 90s, I remember sitting down with a calculator and figuring out how much I was actually making per hour driving by the, getting do paid that. by the mile. It'll make you mad and you'll oh cry. Oh my God. It was like less than, it was yeah. less than $3 an hour. Actually that much. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Good brain. 
Uh, I'm, well, I mean, you know, we, we were making what? Like 20 cents a mile in those days, maybe 19. And uh, which basically translated to like 20,000 a year if you were doing it lucky. right. Yeah. So I got lucky. Really, I did because I, I guess it's because I rode on dad's coattails. Uh, you know, Bobby, when, when he hired me, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when he hired me, I said, well, what do you give me per mile? He says, uh, well, with your experience, I'll give you 42. Because my is him. There he is. Yeah. It's, said, you're it's, cutting out a little bit off and on. Yeah. I started off at 42 cents a mile just because of, you know, my old man. And well, that was back in 96. Yeah. So never yeah. got paid mileage. I've always either been piecework or or we hourly. were per, we were percentage pretty much or where I worked and salary. That's what I am now. <clears throat> A lot of road guys are still getting paid by the mile, while be it. Like wasn't it the household? Wasn't it that household mile thing where it was like oh, the, the Randy the McNally? Yeah, yeah. My God, I want. I was I'm like, my God, I drive eighty miles around the town. I got if I nothing. Ever find Randy McNally. I'm going to strangle him to death. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, my my dad was my Randy McNally. Yeah, he helped me out a lot. It was back when we still had the big bag phones. Oh my goodness! I have one cab yeah, I had one in that uh, straight truck when I was hauling cabinetry. Well, the one I, had, I was, they ran the wiring underneath the seat, and when the seat bounced, it cut it, and the magic smoke started flying in the truck. I had to pull over; the whole truck filled up with smoke from the wires catching on fire, and oh, it's terrible! Oh my god! You guys have been trucking in the early days. My phone was so big I had to stop. It was a booth outside of the damn telephone pole. Dave, well, truck in the yeah. truck. those, and the companies would give you these calling cards that you'd have to punch in thirty friggin' numbers. To make yes. And if you missed call, one, call number, you had to start over. Uh, U.S. Yeah. Express, you could buy them right from the oh. Qualcomm. Oh, yeah. And they yeah. would send you a uh, big, old long, big old yeah. long pay number. And then I had to pay for my fuel on ComCheck. And then I got my $40 Com- advance <laughs> on ComCheck. And I had to write these stupid <laughs> checks out. And they yep. would go, well, I need an authorization number. Would so you, you got to call. Would you an advance on your pay? Why, sure. Yes. Oh man. Forty dollars oh, a day. So I can eat. Fifty dollar cash advance. You get a hundred and fifty. Oh. No, it was fifty per <laughs> load. I'm a paycheck. There wasn't Mine. nothing in it. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was forty dollars a day, and that was it. <laughs> yep. 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 It gets out of control real fast. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, it's junkie, fun. It's as far, as far as your trucking career so far, would you have changed anything? Uh, no, no, I wouldn't have uh, it's because it's been, uh, been fun the whole time, and yeah, I, I've gotten a lot of experience. Uh, Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah, new adventure every day, huh? Yeah, I mean, I, I start well. I should say my trucking career started when I was truly eighteen years old. Uh, I went to work for Carter Lumber Distribution Center. <laughs> um, Kenny Reed was the guy that ran the distribution center, the driver's side of it, and he was the head of the uh, garage. Sunbury. Oh, uh, yep. Yep. We I went in as a trailer mechanic. <laughs> I went in as a trailer mechanic, and uh, he says, um, you, do, you used to drive your dad's truck a lot. I said, yeah. And uh, he says, well, I want you as a yard jockey. They said, well, this kid doesn't know how to drive a truck. Kenny just randomly grabbed a set of keys off the board and threw them to me. He says, go grab one of the street trucks, show them how it's done. Yeah, I'm racking through the gears, going through the lot, 45-foot trailer and a 50-foot enclosed dock <laughs> with about three inches on either side of the trailer. There you go. And put it right in there. They, they kept me as a yard jockey for a couple years before, they, before I decided to get out of that department. <laughs> well, Bill knows about them tight docks and ones he used to have there at the old Kresge's building when he used to hold oh. mattresses and stuff out. of. The, he had to back in because they split the building in half. Yeah, Kresge's was probably probably still to this right there, day, one of the hardest ones. Yeah, because you had to back in sideways. The way this place was set up, it was like the docks were inside. You had to back in 
to a door on the side and then jackknife that thing around into the I thought I thought dock. you could drive through and then pull no, out the door a, and then back. They put a wall in there to separate. Yeah. Oh, out yeah, the, when I was going so there first time. one side, you were good. If you had the other side, you had the blind side in the other way. Yeah, yes, I remember yeah, that. They yeah, they the place off. Were trailer doors laying on the ground everywhere in that place. I that, used that to go in there off. before they put the wall in there, and it's like, mm-hmm. fuck, this is easy. Drive right in, no, no snow, no snow. Fomex and United, Ma- United Sleep was in it there. Was Fomex for me, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah Wolf Bedding took it over because I hauled a bunch out of there. They used yeah. it for a, st- a warehouse. There's you know, a place over in Indianapolis. The- There's a place over in Indianapolis where we hauled uh, uh, golf cart tires into. And you had to come down an alley. And back up, and then you had to cut it right in the middle, a 90-degree cut, and then another 90-degree to get it into the damn dock. Yeah. I fought for about an hour to get that thing in there, but I got it. Well, and a lot Sound of like our places. New York place, doesn't it, Bill? Well, out there, nineteen thirty yeah. dock. Yeah, the <laughs> ones when the, it was built for forty thirty-eight yeah. foot trailers and forty we're foot trailers that they had back in the day. Yeah, yeah. What's funny <laughs> was one time I went to a job yard. I'm trying to think where I was at. Oh, well, when I was down in Texas, and down there they can have fifty-seven foot trailers. And oh, good lord! Grabbed one, didn't pay attention. <laughs> Started heading home with it and got pulled in the scale. There. Yeah, you're over length. A, where are you going? Uh, yeah. Where are you going? <laughs> uh, back to Indiana. Uh, I'm that wagon. <laughs> First time I was in Dallas, I had to back into a dock at, at a food produce, and I had oh. a typical 42 foot trailer. And I back up, and there's this was when 53-footers were just coming out in Texas at them first. And I'm backing up, and I'm like, how can I be against the fucking dock and see the trailer out my side window? <laughs> I'm like, well, fuck, he didn't back that all the way up. And then I get out and look, and I go, the fuck has that trailer God so sakes, long for? Four F-words and one. He's usually, Bill. What the heck? Jeez. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, my my virgin ears. I know. Uh, dear God, <laughs> please forgive me. I didn't mean to swear. Uh, Bring my boys' show down. There you go. Uh, all good. So all in all, Chunky, trucking's been pretty good to you. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the I, I spent quite a bit of time uh, away from the road. I decided that it was time to come home and try to help take care of family. Oh yeah, and. Um, when I absolutely needed it, trucking was still there for me because three years ago I landed into this job uh, driving uh, for um, Shelly, doing yeah. Shelly work. So, I mean, it's just you know, with all the experience I've had, I know I could always go back to driving truck. Oh, yeah. Yep. 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 Really can't yep. imagine doing anything else except sitting here making these shows with you guys. <laughs> Bill's somebody dream. would pay me to do that. Ugh. I mean, it it does exist. Dave Dave's getting us. In, uh, we'll see. We'll get through the truck. I think, I think Dave is going to yeah, see us we'll through. See, we we're going we're gonna to be famous. Respond. You get, well, get monetized through tube. I don't know if we're going to be famous, but we'll be known of. Yeah. <laughs> Infamous. You see them three apples. <laughs> yeah. Which reminds me, I'll go ahead and plug uh Truck Show. Yeah, the Mid America Truck Show. We're gonna be there uh March thirtieth through April first down in at the convention center, is that what it's called, Dave? Yep. The, yes, sir. In Louisville, Kentucky. And uh come see us, come say hi, come tell us to go take a flying you know what. Whatever. Also, go ahead. Also, boys and girls, you can go on our Facebook or our website, and we have Not a promotional code. Yeah, it's at our website. Our promotional code on there, and you can download it or scan it on your phone and download it and get your free tickets to come see us right through our thing. Use our promotional code. I would What's give it to you, but I don't know that would be 3ftpodcast.org, oh, and you can come and get your free tickets for the truck the show, show. And, and I've already done it, and it does work. 
you are in there like swimwear, we buddy. I'll tell you what. They, yeah. We don't this need tickets, do we? No. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you do. Do we get a lanyard with our oh. picture hanging on our neck? Yes, you do. Oh. This, this, this says press. <laughs> So can, uh, no, so it won't say press. It'll say press up against eat. me. Yeah, well, I, I'll, I'll get I'll get a sticky note and write press on it if you want. Stick it no, on there. Then you'll press up against me. I want one that says pull. Uh, press. press with pull. an arrow yeah. pointing down. Push pull. Push pull. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, and uh, come see us and. Like and subscribe. See what kind of all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. Go to the YouTube, oh, yeah. like and subscribe. We're available on all the platforms as the website. Yes. And, guys, another thing, uh, the little research, watch all the YouTube. It helps us if you watch the whole show, not just parts of it. So, if you can, even if you get bored, just leave it on, let it run all the way through, do something else. <laughs> Multitask, but leave it on. Yeah, it helps yeah. us. <laughs> like, yeah. smash that uh, smash that like button and thumbs up and uh, yep, or, get the little bell notification on there so you know when we got a new one coming out it'll let you know on your phone yeah let, tell your friends about us too we, we you know we well don't would, tell your friends because they won't be your friends if you know you're hanging <laughs> with us so but what i would like suggest, boy you ought to see these idiots <laughs> what i would like is to get some crowd participation you know tell us some right into the show or just send us a quick message on the facebook yeah we got a facebook group which ten it seems like that's the most popular most prolific method by which people will communicate with us um let us know if there's something you want to hear us talk about or tell us your experience with this that and the other talk to us he whiz mother trucker help us out spread yeah, the word mother trucker, Ooh, mother trucker. <laughs> yeah. um why don't we try and get to that next time i mean it's gonna take a little bit okay but, um, but we, i mean highlight i mean i was on there this week the page dave was talking about the last show mother trucker he's got his own youtube channel there's a couple things I've yeah. seen on him about a young man, his 14-year-old, wanted to be a truck driver. He ended up passing away, and his parents wanted to have put a message out there on YouTube and uh, TikTok or Facebook wanting trucks to come to his funeral procession. It was out in Iowa, and it was this last Friday on the 10th at 9.30, I think, in the mornings when the funeral was. It's already by, but... Well, there. I think we can wrap up with this. With this, yeah, here. finish up with this yeah, last video. But it's just them thanking you for all these truckers and a brotherhood to come out and support this family and their son passing. So, let her rip, Bill, and then yeah. that'll wrap us up. Yeah. So, give me a second here, and for those of you again, if you're watching or listening to the audio only version, go check us out on YouTube to uh, see the. And you can go to Mother Truckin's Facebook page and watch this if you're listening only and you want to check it out. He's go a good guy out there. He puts a lot of good information out. Go to his page, like, and subscribe also. But when it comes to kids, we always, always go the extra mile. What's going on, Mother Truckers? I just want to make this quick video just to say thank you to all the truck drivers out there. You know, it feels like in these times we can't get together. We can't shut down. We can't do a convoy. We can't just do anything that's a brotherhood in trucking anymore. But yet, this trucking family was praying and hoping that a few trucks would be at a funeral for their 14-year-old son. And we made a video yesterday. And Jeremy and so many truck drivers have made so many videos, texting out posts. And you know what? More than a few trucks showed up at this funeral for Wyatt and for this convoy. So, mother truckers, everybody out there, you know, I just want to say that, you know, the brotherhood, the sisterhood of trucking is still alive. You know, I wish everybody well. Prayers to the family. But this video right here is a beautiful thing. Thank you to everybody involved. We appreciate you so much. Texas, I was talking to his uncle, Wyatt's uncle last night, Ron's brother, and you know who'd ever thought a, a text message just saying, "Hey, can you can you get me a few trucks for this funeral?" Would have turned out the way it has, going the extra mile for these kids. Trucking the brotherhood, 
the family. Probably one of the main industry that's still a family. But when it comes to kids, we always, always go the extra mile. We're the guy when the kid's given the fist pump, we give the two to the horn. Uh, it, it's just, we're big kids at heart. You know, we got, we, we get to play with big trucks. We get to enjoy big trucks. You know, who would ever thought a, a text message just saying, hey, can you, can you get me a few trucks for this funeral? Would have turned out the way it has. And, uh, I mean, I didn't even think I was going to be able to make it myself. And, uh, apparently there was, you know, different forces at play that no matter what, got in our way and what slowed us down we're still gonna make it you know I I started a week and Chad shot me a message and called me and said hey can you get us some trucks and we put out that over the over the night and it blew up overnight and we continued on it and I was Oh, loading a load, and I went out to Kansas, and it broke apart. I stopped and had it fixed, and they broke it. I couldn't get a part. There was no parts around, and I didn't think I was going to make it at that point. I ended up having a buddy that went and picked up my part and brought it to me five and a half hours away. Not because of the convoy, just because that's what drivers do. That's what truckers do for each other. We do that, little stuff like that. But when it comes to kids, we go the extra mile. And that's what this is all about, this convoy. And going the extra mile for these kids. Right. Way to go, Bill. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. You know. Yeah, even though, unfortunately, the news tells us the worst of the world, there's still a lot of good out there that people don't get to see in here. So, yeah. You almost have to, you almost have to remind yourself sometimes that, you know, there is a force out, there's other forces out there that are, that are working in our favor. And, uh, you know, we go and look out for each other and uh be there for each other i don't know i get a little i get a little choked up about that so oh, yeah. you know because you, you know what you guys right, mean you god bless all them guys that did show up out there for support of that family I right mean, you could be forgiven amazing. for for thinking that it's every man for himself and and nobody cares about anything uh other than what they've got going on but you know things like this demonstrate that there is still, like he said, a brotherhood out there. People looking out for each other. And By the way, guys, I appreciate you guys all looking like crap because I look damn good today, and I'm glad it's all about me. So I thank you. Blow dried my hair for you. <laughs> even trimmed. Come on. <laughs> what was that? What was that the women used to put in their hair, and they go, "Oh yeah." What was that? Some brand. <laughs> I don't know, but it makes your hair fall out. Don't use much. <laughs> uh, three the three of us at the bottom have used way too much, Steve. Stay away from it. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up and get out of here. Uh, email the yeah, show. I wish I did that tea. before she got pregnant. Show at 3ofTPodcast.org. The website is 3ofTPodcast.org. You can comment on uh any of the episodes right there on the website uh go like and subscribe on the youtube we're available on all of the platforms your Spotify, your uh pandora iHeartRadio. radio i think we're on sirius xm radio uh, yeah anecdotally uh i th- i think we're on there did you ever go and You're, check yeah, that I out dave and and it oh, is yeah. indeed okay good yes there's also on audible ah and i'm and also, I'm working on getting us a uh, three fat trucker phone line here. Yeah, a burn phone, so we can. 
I'll give to Dave. <laughs> He's the one to hook it into the audio or whatever. But I'm trying to get it set up to where it's the numbers like three fat, you know, type in three fat trucker, something like that. Oh, one eight hundred three fat eight eight hundred eight six six eight five whatever one I can try. Isn't it, isn't it just easier to put one nine hundred eight too much? Nine hundred, we can get paid. <laughs> <laughs> but, Fried bologna sandwiches for everybody. Buddy, hey. oh, one nine hundred Sheila. One eight six six fried bologna. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Oh, that'll send you up here to Waldo, Ohio. Five five poop bucket. <laughs> that a <or> Rockford. One eight hundred poop bucket. Poop yeah. bucket. There you go. Who loves you, baby? <laughs> oh, by the way, yesterday when I delivered, they had thousands of buckets, and I go, "Can I get a skid of those buckets?" And the guy goes, "Do you want a skid?" You know, they're by the trailer, and he goes, well, "You need a lot of buckets," and I proceeded to tell him why and what i said yeah we're gonna put our face in the bottom of them and put trucker emergency kit and then when you open up and sit down and you can shit on us every day there you go <laughs> Did you get them? no oh. i couldn't tell it. <laughs> okay all right kids we're gonna get out of here thanks for uh consuming us whatever way you do uh we'll be back in a fortnight um isn't it downloading us well, no, no. Downloading means you actually go and get the file and, and all that. That damn old computer talk, there, Bill. You doing all that there? Doing all that there computer talk? We don't. We ain't into all that there clickety clack 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 clack. Damn it! Just turn it on, make work. Just the liberals trying to take over your mind to to make the to, to put that damn old uh, new world order and 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 uh, and. Uh, Anyway, <laughs> see you in two weeks, folks. <laughs> see you in two weeks. We love you. See you then. Until then, I've been Bill. And Dave. And Steve. Have a wonderful week. And you too, Mike. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> Boy, that was sloppy. All right, we'll see. Boy, that was, let's do that again. Let's okay. Take two. We're good. <laughs> take two. <laughs> I'm not going to edit it. So. <laughs> You're going to get the whole meal no. deal. Hey, you guys have a great week. That was me. Yep, you Bill? do the same. Did you actually stop it or are we still recording? We're still recording. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, okay. Mike. Don't, don't lag behind. Jump in let there. All your, let all your. The birds uh, of paradise fly up your nose. Let all your <laughs> words go now, Dave. Go ahead. Boy, we are so professional, Thank you. aren't we? <laughs> we? We got a month to pull it together, kids. There we go. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. We'll see you. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you.